welcome back to black couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for another episode of the stranger the mini series on netflix this is episode four written by danny brocklehurst directed by hannah quinn unfortunately i didn't like this episode much at all i gave it a 6.9 out of 10 mostly because the dialogue between the price family felt very circular they were doing things that i felt was out of character for the situation there's the martin character as well just it was a lot of repetition so it felt like it was stalling or treading water despite the fact that my my uh prediction about adam was correct except i was totally wrong about the person in which i thought it involved and i'm happy to say or happy to declare vicky's innocence and any love triangle goings on and it's it was more than just an affair it seems but yeah that was pretty much the big thing this episode there was one scene with the stranger that felt as if it was a bigger scene but i don't know what that's about and i guess that's where we can start with uh going over briefly because i I won't have too much to say other than (laughs) to disparage some of the the characters the stranger confronts ed he's on the phone talking about a real estate deal or something to the effect he walks to a place for lunch this was a weirdly directed episode too so i'm not going to put it just on the the writing i think that the directing also suffered a bit danny brocklehurst wrote the first episode as well and that's has been my least favorite of the four thus far so (laughs) he's two for two and then hannah quinn directs next episode so hopefully the script is oh she did she does the next two so hopefully the script is is better because it's not going to be brocklehurst again um so she i like what she did here because it was a pretty big you know just fuck you if you're just playing with someone you order you grab the same thing that they're grabbing identically she even orders the exact same drink and he's like excuse me she's like uh what nothing never mind i can't really accuse you of what i think that you're doing which is mimicking me when it could just be a coincidence except it's not a coincidence she comes to his table and says can i sit he says i would rather you not and she's like well that's too bad because i'm gonna do it anyway and i'm gonna tell you that you're a piece of shit i know that your dick has been in almost all of the pussies you're trying to give kubla khan a run for or genghis khan a run for his money and you are disgusting and you also ruined many lives get shit on get shit on get shit on he asks what do you want from me she says nothing then why are you here do you, this feels personal and i'm just gonna throw it out there is the stranger ed's child because 
she goes i have proof and gives him an ultrasound picture bitch that's not proof <laughs> we just realized that another woman in this show faked her own damn pregnancy so no i'm gonna need something more than an ultrasound photo so i was kind of on ed's side like i don't know what you're up uh, uh, up to but i need you to know that i'm not intimidated and then when she tries to get up he grabs her so she freaks out tosses her tray onto him and then runs and then we always see ingrid in the car window not even trying to hide her identity or license plate y'all going around ruining fucking people's lives and you're just what um feeling you're invincible why do you have the same look on your face every time that we meet you who the fuck are you man and that's the last we saw am i really supposed to believe this interaction somehow gave ed an epiphany that he needs to be closer to his family i found that to be very far-reaching <laughs> very very far-reaching he calls the house and thomas picks up and he's like yeah it's grandpa oh hey granddad person i don't know just introduce yourself as hi my name is ed so ed price i am your dad's father also known as your grandfather though we don't really know each other that well so you don't have to call me that just call me ed is your father home i'd like to leave a message oh no i just want to check and see where you're going to be playing your game because you play football now and no longer whatever else because apparently corinne doesn't keep you as up to date as you said she did because <laughs> this doesn't seem like something that happened last month and he says he's going to show up to his game and he does so he left a message for his son to call him back but he said nah i ain't gonna do that he even bought new shoes he tried to find himself a dress down outfit <laughs> it's like you could lose the baseball cap is it really that bad to wear a baseball cap to a sporting event nope maybe that's british humor i don't understand he asked can i buy you a coffee are you going on a date what the <laughs> can i have a word with you a little bit later during intermission you try to get him to step away like no i'm actually watching my son play that's the whole point of me being here otherwise i would be elsewhere he tells him yeah i had this epiphany after this encounter you don't need to know all the details but just know i know i was a terrible father and him even saying because of your dick fine because of my dick was just ridiculous but the scene that did make it a little bit more heartwarming even though it was rather lukewarm was the fact that i've spent my whole entire life trying not to be you and yet i have not always been perfect so maybe i can be a little less less self-righteous in my judgment and i think that's fair especially with the acknowledgement of the affair that he had but yeah he wants to be closer to his actual family members how long that's going to last i don't know is it going to be just until the case is over 
speaking of the case let's go back to the pierces or the prices because this is just so weird so <sighs> thomas confronts adam and he goes nothing's going on you know i i already told you what's happening and then his son goes stop fucking lying and he says that not that language in this house but i told you about your mom in the conference and so we fight we're just adults okay you're keeping something from me and we know it why aren't you telling us especially since it feels as if it's discons like the fact that your wife has not contacted her children should tell you understand you don't want to think that she ran off but at the second date that day that the children are not getting a response you then owe it to them to explain what has happened what you know up until this point you know what i don't understand your mom sent me a text and said she needed space after i confronted her about some sensitive topics that i don't want to go into right now but it did involve our marriage and not you guys which he did bring up a point with the kid like she's mad at you not us however there's been an incident with stolen money that she might be involved with and i am unsure what is going on i'm going to go to the police station because it feels a little odd even if she did indeed commit a crime it feels as if something might i don't know went wrong which is which leads to the other most ridiculous scene because thomas says well i tracked her she's right in town just two miles away and she's moving they just i mean he was busted right away like you know where she is how do you know that i thought you uninstalled that shut the fuck up at their door is Martin because we need a reason to be have Stephen Rea in the show. And I love Stephen Rea, do not get me wrong. However, this was ridiculous. I'm going to come with you. The kids being like, you're not going to stop me from coming, dad. I'm like, yeah, I will. By dropping you off at the neighbor's house, taking the damn phone and going about my business because this don't involve you, your children. But no, they insist that they're coming. And then Martin goes, I'm here because, you know, you ain't returned your phone calls about my case. There's nothing to report. Once I do, then I will update you. Bitch, I don't have you on full ass speed dial. You need to give me 24 hours because I know that shit's on my voicemail. Then, and it's not like he didn't see you yesterday. <laughs> and you know his wife is missing. You just bored at home and need something to do. Hello. 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 If that's the case, put your time to some cold cases. People might need some closure in their life <laughs> since you're so sentimental. They all go on a Where's Corinne going mission. They go down to the station. They think she got on the train. They find her phone on a bridge. There's some weird, awkward chase with Ryan, who's the most annoying kid ever. I wanted to strangle him out. And he's like, did mom kill herself? Linda, Linda, listen, 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 you. listen, listen, Linda, listen. Okay, what? This is why your ass should have stayed at home. You is not emotionally mature to handle all these questions. 
and I am stressing too so I can't I don't have time to calm you down when I know you will know and I really don't know what Martin was thinking saying well one he already said it but this changes scenario whatever she did clearly something went wrong she doesn't have her phone she doesn't have access to the people that she needs to get a hold of and a crime has been committed maybe something happened in the the intermittent uh timing so it's really weird uh, uh that martin would say don't go to the police i was happy when finally he decided to walk his ass into the police station like you know what it's too many question marks and not enough answers and he had a bad dream that maybe she did kill herself but that seems rather extreme because most people do at least leave a note or something to that effect or there it's just while it may come out of the blue sometimes they go back and they realize okay maybe there was things here or there i don't have the exact statistics so don't be like well they could it possibly yes i'm sure but i think the majority of cases like this where there's children involved there would be at least a note to explain to them or at least apologize in some capacity so he also confronts doug which is the dumbest conversation doug has went all the way up on my radar for just because he's one of those guys that doesn't seem like he might have killed her but his excuse was so weak he went to his door he says well you know what it's about it's about the stolen money you let him answer for you anytime you let someone answer for you that's your fishing which means that you just assumed it was about that and not about something else but he says that Karen did take the money and that she was asking for more time but then she was also asking to prove her innocence this with her disappearing and then you're like i didn't believe her but you're supposed to be my mate yeah this felt inconsistent said she didn't want to tell you well why did she what whatever as he's going through her phone he realizes that she has the number to sally and in it she puts that bitch and you realize i i knew her pregnancy was something to do with an affair i knew it especially because she lost it it's how you try to keep your man when you know they about to slip out on you and that's some bullshit it really is and i think this is what the stranger was trying to make him not feel guilty about especially when he meets up with sally a little later and it turns out that he really was in the process of maybe he probably would have left his wife for her because they had gotten extremely close it was only one night but you can you can tell even with them meeting after so much time there's still a lot between them but he was married she says yeah your wife knew she told me to back the fuck off and made me feel like a homewrecker which yeah that didn't make me feel like a good person so she got her way she got you to stay (laughs) and yeah and then she lost the baby to bring the family closer and then you 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 know you went through that loss together she totally emotionally manipulated you yes in response to what you did because that is terrible but i don't know would i be willing no i I wouldn't (laughs) 
I can 100% answer that question. I would not be willing. I don't want you that bad that I need to manipulate you to stay. If it's going to happen, like I'd be pissed about the affair and then handle it like uh like my girl in that show <laughs> gives you a whole, whole bunch of information uh years and years don't ask me who the character's name is but how she waited so long she was like okay i'm gonna let him do this and i'm gonna try to you know give him his space i'm gonna try to give him his time i know he messed up but he loves me he loves his girls and then it got to the point where she's like okay i'm not about to be disrespected and for the time in which i swallowed my pride you about to eat all of this shit that i've been eating i'm about to regurgitate it down your throat and that's that's how you handle that situation (laughs) uh but to to fake a pregnancy to keep them to stay uh telling making the other person feel horrible for what they did technically she didn't do shit your husband's married not her (laughs) i i know it's probably more uh more uh, popular to blame the woman other woman in the situation but no she can do whatever the fuck she wants she's single your husband however is married and cannot be doing whatever the fuck she want they want and thus that is always where the anger should be leveled the other person just took advantage of an opportunity as far as she saw she's like uh i just saw something i want and i took it and i didn't see any reason why i shouldn't i don't know you or your family i know this feels like i'm really callous but that's how i feel about the situation um and i've been cheated on before so it's not like i've not been there and felt those feelings and i didn't i just like this is someone i don't know whoever the fuck she didn't hurt my feelings you did she didn't fuck up my trust you did that uh is something i think some people still have a hard time coming to terms with but this leads to him as i stated finally going to the police realizing that yeah there's a lot of shit going on that i didn't know about my wife and (laughs) this is going on long enough i'm gonna file a missing persons case is that the because most of their conversation this is the dumb thing one your son is gonna wake you up by throwing something on your head secondly why are you you just had this huge emotional moment second there was a third lean there was like so many on the bridge of how horrible adam price is as a a dad because on the bridge (laughs) he's trying to comfort his son and then he's like other son tell him because he'll believe you then his son practically yells at him to get out of bed apparently he doesn't know how to use the washing machine at all at least we saw him cook in this episode but it feels like everything else he just cannot do and they've been asking for laundry for days now he's like mom usually handles this but mom is not here so why wouldn't you think to be responsible for five seconds but here's the big bigger question why the fuck are you going to a cup match i understand it's a cup match but your mom's missing 
and despite the fact that your dad is lying to you you know something has happened whatever you don't think of the worst of it is something did occur but no they decide that they're gonna go to a game and never mind you pick up da- daisy it's the first thing you thought of. we gotta pick up daisy mm. daisy is trying to get ella to eat but she is not happy at all she is very depressed i need her mother to put her in some counseling because i'm worried about ella we finally talked to mike at the game who says look i just gave him a fake name regarding who did the rave they care about dante and it could be a murder charge and that's all they care about daisy's freaking out because she's the one that laced mike so why is she worried about dante thomas is upset that mike lied to the police and i'm like isn't that what you are all doing they brought you in for questioning and you well they didn't bring you in but they asked you questions and you say you knew nothing i know nothing so that's called lying he texts daisy about her her uh (laughs) her own lies and she says just uh, just meet me somewhere and i'll find a way to see why my own ass or something to that effect i just didn't care i didn't i didn't care about about 95 percent of what was going on in this episode except for the murder investigation i felt for joanna this episode as you know she's freshly mourning her best friend in the whole entire world she's seen her body juxtaposed against the last time she saw her she takes a minute to cry in the alley she calls philip but he doesn't pick up um she begs wes hey don't tell her that i know her because i want to be on the case wes tells cats or cat shows up and wes says i will handle cats i'm surprised he didn't just snitch but i guess that would be maybe a giveaway in some capacity he'd definitely be ducking and dodging her every time (laughs) he speed her ass she then has to notify the family heidi's husband ian who is upset and doesn't know how to break this news to kimberly he's shocked that his wife would be murdered doesn't know why anyone would ever want to harm her she mourns a little bit with him before getting a call from her husband and they really did take a moment to reveal this like it was something truly special and it was because he's black now to be fair i don't know famous british actors i don't know you know maybe this guy is some true importance somewhere in which he would be recognized not for his skin color and more for who he is as a person but from where i'm sitting (laughs) this came off very quote-unquote woke when people use that terminology and use it as disparaging onto some shows, they use it in a, in a complete fashion. It's like, no, just having a cast of multiracial people is not woke. That's realistic. 
trying to make everything momentous when it shouldn't be or something like the fact that joanna's husband is black when it shouldn't be is woke propaganda that's uh that's where that trope belongs if you're gonna use it in a derivative manner i like the chemistry between the characters i just did it if i didn't have that whole scene before it i wouldn't have had anything to say y'all made me focus on that but other than that i do like the chemistry between them i like the fact that he had made her some tea and some scones and some jam and some cream and i guess these are all staples of british tea time (laughs) they say don't be stereotypical because i've been watching a lot of london and england videos about how multi-ethnical they really are and it's true and yet in your media you're just tea and scripts but i guess that's the same thing with american media as well uh they hug she grieves he tells her maybe you should step away from the case she's like yeah i can't i won't don't ask again it's nice to see that she reconciles with her husband because they had been separated are they going to continue to stay separated or is this loss going to bring them closer together uh lord knows that corinne took that gamble and won (laughs) different circumstances i know i just had to throw more uh shade over at her because that that's not right these motherfucking bitch ass niggas i don't believe she stole the money and i don't believe that she left i think that she was just embarrassed when it was caught out there and now it's gonna be out there and the thing about it is if you know about the affair then that that opens up are you gonna move forward or maybe you're gonna go retrace your step backwards but i think it was mostly probably just embarrassment that this is where i resorted to when (laughs) faced with the reality that you might leave me um what else did we have this episode Uh, other than oh yeah at the crime scene west did find something apparently corinne's dna somewhere at heidi's bakery she ends up finally putting that dick cake in her trunk as she should have done a long time ago because that shit should be melted by now i don't know what the going time is on that but what else with the case i think that's pretty much it because it's them showing up at the doorstep at the end cats is of course the one on cctv so if there is evidence of him being at the crime scene he gonna make sure to get rid of it even though he already erased the cctv jonna is quick to point out that it wasn't a robbery because it's inconsistent that they would take the cash in the till but then they wouldn't take the jewelry and as an officer i kind of feel that you would know that but then we all know that criminals are dumb when they're creating you panic panic sets in you're not covering all your bases and yeah so it's easy to make it look like a robbery they think uh oh wait she knows it's blackmail because she meets up with kimberly who is very coy about the whole 
yeah she was being blackmailed to protect me like come on girl your pride over your mother has been murdered maybe something you know this person with the baseball cap like that's an important description to give over for a suspect and you didn't because you were embarrassed Fuck you. Fuck you, and you, and you. that was not the weirdest thing about that interaction though the weirdest thing is when she goes why was my mother going on holiday with you why would she just leave her family like that and go on vacation are you a lesbian what did he say so not only are you withholding information you're also a dumbass <laughs> that's the stupidest thing i've ever and she justified it by answering her i don't know why your mom wanted to get away i could tell you why i did and she agreed to go with me i don't know what was going all the time in her personal life but what did me and her having sex have to do with any of it what the hell what the hell like i guess when you're on sugarbabydaddy.com you think everybody else in the world is just hiding some deep dark dirty secret she does tell her that she was being blackmailed and she should look at her finances but she doesn't tell her nearly as much as one should when your parent is dead and you might be the cause of it <laughs> um something about olivia yeah uh, olivia is creepy and tells them the truth is gonna come out and then she collapses because she says she has stomach cramps and we find out she's cat's daughter i'm guessing this has something to do with why he's he's on a rampage to learn more about the woman the blackmailer there was a case nine months ago where she blackmailed someone who was having an affair with their son's teacher for ten thousand pounds but nothing since so uh i have no idea how they're gonna finally figure out what's going on but i hope it's next episode <laughs> all right well the fact that they're linking up a little bit well why, why would corinne be at the crime scene that makes hmm it makes no sense to me uh what because she had fingerprints there i mean it's a bakery <laughs> people come in all the time they really need to explain that further i'll give them an episode before i before i drag them for that uh way in which that kind of doesn't make sense uh did i miss anything i don't think that i did so if you want to send feedback for our next episode blackgirlcouch.gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until next time, peace, hair grease, black magic.